1162, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on. What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry on. Look what's after happening. Hello and welcome to Look What's After Happening. It's a, uh, a lovely podcast where we talk to lovely people about lovely things. And most of those things happened in the past. Well, that's right. And I have to say now, um, it's very nice to say, because you don't always start the podcast with lovely people. And I'm the only guest today. So I thank you for that. That's very nice. Oh, God, yeah, of course. I think you're a lovely man. Um, you know, you're very generous, very generous man, particularly to the animal kingdom. Well, I... I mean, how long, how long, um, how long has that bird been nesting in your hair now? <laughs> oh, at Timmy, Timmy the Robin. Timmy the Robin, yeah. Well, he, initially, he just sort of pottered in and uh, he had a weekend in there, kind of like an Airbnb, Airbnb, if you will. And, oh, yeah. Um, and how did you know he was only going to be there for the weekend? Well, I didn't. I didn't, right. but he you just presumed. Well, by the time he left, like he came in late on a Friday, wrecked. Uh, obviously, had a big week. And uh, <laughs> how did you, how was he? How did you know he was wrecked? Well, he. I mean, he he didn't bother even like setting up his things or uh, you know making a little home for himself. He kind of just fell just asleep in my head. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I took yeah. it from that that he'd he'd had a bit of a day anyway. And yeah, uh, yeah he left that on the Monday. Sprightly, bright, obviously enjoyed his okay. little, his fully rejuvenated yeah, his sojourn. He was, yeah, he was. He was he was full of of uh, the joie de vivre. Were you feeding him or anything? Well, I'd give him a little bit of what I was having, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd, right. I'd have if I was eating a sandwich or something, I'd take a bite and I'd just hold it, hold it above my forehead, let him have a nibble, come back down. Yeah, you know. Um. So anyway, we we grew quite close and we had a little bond and I thought we had a bit of a connection and he came back then a few weeks later and he did another weekend and now he's just sort of moved in. Um, right. Yeah. And has he built a nest? He's burrowed in. There or is it just... Yeah, he's he's, bur- he's burrowed right down to the scalp and uh, it's kind of like a, a warren. So it's a it's kind of... He's used the cow lick, the cow's lick at the front of my head mm-hmm. as a kind of entrance, like a cave entrance and he's just sort of burrowed right down to the scalp. A little bit like a birdhouse? Very like a birdhouse. Yeah, yeah, very like a birdhouse. Yeah, or what are those um, birds um, in China or Japan that you can eat their nest? Oh, <laughs> do you know those ones <laughs> that you like humans can eat? Or yeah, nest soup. I think they make. Oh, I, I it rings a bell, but, but I, I think don't the, know. the yeah the nest is quite a tight weave, like like you know your hair would be. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'd say my hair at this stage, if you stuck it in a soup, it'd be a lovely like noodle, like a little hair ramen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I obviously, I stuck a little, I have a little, um, a little pole just sticking out the front, a little perch for him. To perch on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just glued. I just, that's just a little, that's half a biro and I've just sort of glued it to the head. Oh, yeah. Was that uh, because of the bird or just coincidentally there? Well, <laughs> I fell asleep while I was taking notes. Yeah. And, oh yeah, uh, you know it just worked out that I had a, a, a use for it. The um, yeah, the the glue that you sometimes sniff just to keep yourself awake. Yeah, for, for the, the long drives, for the notes, for, 
For, uh, yeah. Oh, for the yeah, long drives. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, sorry, when you were taking notes, I thought this was back when you were a teacher that you were, I thought you were doing corrections like, and uh, no, no, well, you're I just was, taking I, you notes. Have to, this is one of the things about um, driving is you have to, you have to take a lot of notes. You have to take notes as to when you've spent money, you know, when have you had petrol with deliveries that have, uh, you've dropped off, who was there, that sort of thing. So right. yeah, no, there's a huge amount of writing, a lot of paperwork involved in the in the haulier business. Not while you're driving, though. No, of course not. No, of course not. <laughs> you kind of gave me a nod there. Well, listen, I think every truck driver knows, and this is the truck driver code, you never you never let anybody in on this, but I think every truck driver knows it's, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there, and uh, you have to meet the deadlines. And sometimes there isn't enough time for you to pull in and write copious notes, take your time at it, and mm-hmm. then pull off safely very mm. often i'm i'm writing constantly as i'm driving <laughs> constantly constantly yeah you just kind of get into the swing of it well you do you just you start f- into a bit of a flow and yeah. you know you, you'll put your head down and you'll have a few paragraphs written before you look back up yeah you know so um yeah no i've had i've had a couple of accidents all right <laughs> oh but no, no one was harmed. Thankfully, just uh, barriers, and uh, I well, use just... I use the barriers kind of like you know. Have you ever gone bowling with the barriers? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I use the barriers like that for the oh yeah, for the just truck. I just lean the off. Tr- yeah, yeah. Just lean the truck into them. <laughs> it'll guide along. you if you just kind of lean it against it. That's what it'll, that'll guide you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a beautiful. Um, sparkly show is happening at the side Keeps of the me awake. lorry all the time yeah keeps me yeah awake. well i mean it doesn't it doesn't because sure. you fell asleep and you got that biter on your head <laughs> that's that's right yeah that's because i overdid the gluing i did uh i had too much glue that night so right. it goes to it's like i don't know if you ever had like a sugar crush sugar crush oh, I sure. a, yeah i had a sugar crush one time was <laughs> what who was your sugar crush was it was it brown sugar or was it? Well, when it, it was, it was when I was a little boy, um, right. I fell in love um, with the, the the woman that ran the she- sweet shop. The sheet and sweet and shop. The sheet and sweet shop. Yeah, uh, you get your sheets or your sweets because you know the way. Yeah. Like get your beds or bonbons. Beds or bonbons. That's right. Um, you know the way. Like a kid would be very bored if their parent is sheet shopping, oh. but a uh, parent is very bored when the kid is sweet shopping. So. Yep. You know, they roll them both into one and um, so they can get, you know, both can get stuck in at the same time. And you can give it the attention it deserves. Yes. Um, We'll have this fitted sheet and those flogs. Those flogs? Flogs, yeah. You remember flogs? What's a flog? No, I don't remember. They were marshmallows, the long marshmallow ones that are kind of (laughs) twisty... Flogs. The ones that are like a braid. We're we're in my day, yeah. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I mean, it's a wonderful um, name. It's really evocative. I like the sound of a flog. But a flog, once you think of it, you're like, even though those marshmallow things don't make a noise, they also, in my mind, now make the noise flog. Sure, yeah. Like, as they were just kind of, as they were bending over, you'd be like, it's, that's a flog. That's flogging. Like, if you were to gently drape it onto, like, a wooden surface, like, if you just sort of slap yeah. it down, it'd make a pleasing flog sound. Flog, yeah. yeah. So I fell in love with the um, sheet and sweet. Uh, shop, lady. shop owner and um, had a little name? bit of a crush on her uh, Maureen Goreen and um, not you know, from the Gory was very Goreens young. was she? 
Yes. Uh, well, she grew up in Gory, um, and but then you know, of course, she moved to Twelfth. Um, but uh, yeah, Maureen sure. Goring, and um, and you used to you used to is that right? You used to um, serenade her. So I remember you were telling me is this me? the lady you were saying where you used to go out. Almost like that say anything film, you'd stick your little jukebox uh, or your ghetto blaster and you'd you'd say, what's the story, Maureen Goring? Uh, you'd sing it into her. Outside I would, I would, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the story, Maureen Goring? Um, <laughs> I would, j'adore Maureen. J'adore Maureen, yeah. J'adore, I'm, I'm adoring Maureen Goring from Gory. Um Lovely. And uh, and that's where you got your first public order events, was it? My first what? Public order events. Oh, offense. I thought you had said event. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, that too, didn't you? <laughs> it was the same thing. It was that it, you, you it, was, so it turned popular. into a bit of an event. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the public order offense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was why. It wasn't that I was, you know, I was only a little boy. Sure. Um, so playing these songs... Uh, to to morning goring at all hours of the night, you know, mm-hmm. just to let her know how I felt about her. Yeah. That wasn't the problem. No, no, it was it was all the people that turned up, and the whole thing turned into um, well, the Irish version of Woodstock. You know, it was the inspiration for inspiration for Fela. Uh, later, many people, you know, later on were like, "Oh God, you remember that time that kid got a." Uh, a little uh, stereo <laughs> and uh, was playing some songs. Like the Pied Piper, all, everybody was drawn to him. Everyone was drawn to him. Yeah. Drawn to me. A whole bunch of, you know, rats and animals came out and were dancing. Um, uh, and the whole, but but ran out of batteries. Whole thing turns oh, into a riot. Nightmare. The Gorings, the Gorings house is absolute, was absolutely trashed. Well, they were, they were there for so long. They got, they were hungry and they were tired. And like, if you look around, what's right beside you? Somewhere that sells sweets and somewhere that sells bedding. So it was ransacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so that, so I got my first public order offense and events in that time. And that's how you went into the events business? Briefly, yes. Uh, from the ages of six to eight. I, I worked in events, but it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's a hard the kind business. of thing that you you can only do it for a while. Yeah, yeah, it really burns you out. So many late nights. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Joe Dolan, lovely man, but uh, you know, very demanding. Yeah, very cranky man. I suppose if you get on the wrong side of him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He would scream at you. You <laughs> scream at me like you stupid little boy. <laughs> Why? Where is my smoke machine? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Oh me, oh my! <laughs> get down! And I'd be like, I can't drive. I'm a like, child. get down to the AV hire center and bring us back a decent set of uh, speakers yeah, and yeah. A, and a mixing board. You clown! You Not clown. like last time. You just yeah. brought speakers and, and you know. So I'd have to. Not a whole thing in my wagon. Just like a, a normal splitter is all you brought back last time. And he'd say to you like, I. I've beaten up children half your age for less. <laughs> he would do it in front of me. He would just show me. <laughs> show me what it looks like, you know. Look at this. To his own children, no less. To, to his own children. He adopted kids entirely yes. to beat them up. Like, right. And he was open about that. And people were like, well, listen, 
You're he a celebrity. speaks his you mind, you know. He at least he's telling the truth that yeah. he is going to beat these kids up. He's just beating kids up. He wants to adopt some kids to beat them up. Well, that's it. Uh, to show older kids uh, what it would look like. Yeah. If he beat them up, just to keep them in line when he employs children. Yeah. Yeah. Which didn't quite make sense. If, no, the, if the kid was twice my age, you'd be like, "Well, that's more impressive." Because you know that kid is stronger. But, sure, but if you're but if, a kid half my age, <laughs> you're talking I mean, three or very four. Weak. Yeah, three yeah, or four. Yeah. But I think it was that he would stoop that low, wasn't it? Well, he would. Get, he'd have to get down. <laughs> 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 he would have to get down. So he'd almost be crawling. Uh, yeah, he'd be like Blanca in Street Fighter Two. He'd crouch down and he'd Crouching just claw down. at you. Yeah. yeah, he'd put the. Uh, Sometimes he would just be lying on the ground and be like, look at this. I can, I'm lying on my belly and I can beat this kid up. Wow. I'd be like, Joe, Mr. Dolan, like yeah. if you gave it as much effort into just driving down to the AV hire center with me, so I can, because, mm. uh, you know. Or I even going go on the phone or, or, you know, explaining to Get people them down to there. Deliver it. Get them to deliver it. Get them to deliver it. I don't <laughs> know why I'm these well. things up. I'm just like, I don't man. want to pay for delivery. Yeah. I'm not yeah. paying for that. Well, say what you like about Joe Dolan, and we have. Um, he, <laughs> those are hard things, yeah. Those are hard things. But he didn't forget you when you, his will came around. Oh, no. No, no, he didn't. Uh, one line. I remember <laughs> killing Vermillion. That's all it said. Didn't but say. didn't forget you. Didn't forget me, no. Just I remember like, Killian Vermillion. Yeah, nice. put that in there. Uh, I remember Killian Vermillion. Yeah. And then... The, and you were summoned. You did go square to brackets. the reading of the will. Oh yeah, in square brackets it said, "Now, uh, executor, take long pause and then carry on with who I'm giving, you know, stuff to." Ugh. Yeah, that's a real shame. That's a real shame because I remember you going thinking, "Well, I've made, I've made it now. I've Joe Dolan has remembered me. That means that's like the Midas touch." Yeah, it's, uh, you've been made. It's like when you were made in the mafia. Joe Dolan remembered me. I, well, I said that to you because we were both at the... Because obviously, once the guy continued with the reading, I knew I wasn't getting anything. So I said that to you in the middle of... The, in that pause, as the executor was reading, really <laughs> said, I remember killing Vermillion. And I turned to you and was like, well, that's it. I'm made now. That's I'm like a made I, man. I'm in the mafia. Uh, yeah. Joe Dolan remembers. And then he carried on. I was like, oh, oh fuck oh, it. No. Fuck. And yeah, it just... We slowly slunk out of there. Well, you slunk. I had to carry you. You were in floods of oh, tears. weeping. You really made yourself up for that day. Like you had... You, I had, it had made myself up, yeah. <laughs> you were dressed <laughs> to the nines, first yeah. of all. But you'd also, you'd really built it up in your head. You thought like this was going to be the next step. This is it. You know, yeah. he'll at least... I'm going to finally get out of Dwelt. Yeah, <laughs> finally get out of my huge mansion in Dwelt uh, with some of Joe Dolan's money. Um, yeah, God, yeah, I, I had, um, I told everyone in the town, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's right. So you had an event, you had an here. event before I, the yeah. reading of the will. We went you invited back. everybody in to the yeah. town hall and you went well, around. We started and told at the them. town hall, but we went, of course, <laughs> for memory's sake, we went down to Sheets and, and Sweets. Oh, of course. And, uh, Sheets and Sweets. Yeah. And, uh, and um, when we had an event there and people were like, oh, he's bringing back his events. You know, that whole thing with Joe Dolan, which soured him on, on the on the whole idea is, is over. He's back. And yeah. I said, I am in my hoop. Uh, Joe Dolan's giving me all his money. Goodbye. <laughs> and two big fingers to you. 
And Two Big Fingers had that uh, monument built of just yeah. two fingers sticking <laughs> two up. Two fingers at the of of flogs. They were just if you yes. look closely, they looked like they looked like confusing. It's it's how it was. Yeah, they were. It was it's it was like a hat on a hat, or you know, it was it just was, it was it was it like was. a committee. Basically, I, I organized <laughs> it was a committee like and everybody ideas had ideas. Together and yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. They cancelled yeah. each other out. People were like, oh, flogs. Yeah, they were nice. There's a statue to flogs now in our town. But I meant it to be like a fuck you, like sticking up two <laughs> fingers at them. But, uh, <laughs> so actually, it added, it added a sense of whimsy and, and uh, wonder to yeah. what was supposed People to like, be. People like, oh, were flogs invented here? Oh, God, that's fascinating. Yeah, 12. You'll have two uh, flogs, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no. yeah, I suppose the message was a little bit lost in translation. Yeah. But I suppose once, I mean, that worked out okay, because once I didn't get any of Joe Dolan's money. Uh, sure. I mean, Joe Dolan, what did he die? 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Not that long ago. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't get any, any of Joe Dolan's money. And, yeah, sure. Um, so you were happy enough that the, the monument. back in, into the town. You carried me back in. I was still crying <laughs> all the way. Over my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and people were like, oh yeah, how's it going? How have you been? I was like, I'm back. And they were like, were you gone somewhere? And I was like, yeah, what did you think the, the, the statue the was, was yeah. and they were like statue of the flogs and um i was like oh yeah yeah, yeah statue clump of, clump of statue flogs. of flogs that's clump what it is flogs. i that's love the them. collective term for and uh so nobody knows about it yeah well until now until now down well, the line, you, well you be, can, yeah you can reveal it we can finally let let the cat out of the bag yeah um well that's Thank you for bringing me down uh, memory lane there because I know you haven't been able to verbalize that uh, since that happened. You know, every time we chat about Joe Dolan, um, you, you just, your face kind of shatters into a million tears. Yeah, and I just you, run uh, out of the room. You run and, out of the room, uh, yeah. Joe, what? why did you do it, Joe? Why didn't you Joe? give me any of your money? I yeah. knew you for two years. Uh, and I was a child. Like 50 something years ago. So, yeah. you know. I thought you would have thought you would have given me all your money. Well, you knew him before he was big, to be fair. If it was 50 odd years ago. Yeah. You know, he, he would have been quite early in his career, wouldn't he? <laughs> uh, I guess so. I mean, how yeah, old was Joe Dolan when he died? I mean, surely he must have been 70 king of the show bands or something. So that's the 60s. I think we've waded into... Stuff we definitely don't know, but that we need facts for. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're historians. We know about a lot of things. Well, I'd, I I wouldn't be an entertainment historian now. Most, most of my oh, yeah. knowledge. We haven't touched on my um, my area of knowledge in history just yet. We're, we're working up to that. In Were the, you, because uh, you, um, you want to get a grant from the Arts Council, so you have to stay away from entertainment because they don't they don't give you any money for entertainment. So anything that looks like it could be uh, entertainment hi- history based, you have to just run and hide. Yeah. Now explain that to me again. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I wondered I can't. about bringing up this point, <laughs> but here we are. The Arts Council. Now they yes. aren't allowed to give money to anything which could be qualified as just entertainment. For example, just entertainment. S- Stand up comedy doesn't get money from the Arts Council. Um, you have to be kind of, you have to be kind of like... Educational, is it? Well, no, not educational. Like art, you have to be art. And they don't consider a lot of comedy to be art. 
Um, so because it's entertaining because uh, people might actually want to um, watch it. So they will just like, OK, we just give money to things that people definitely don't want. Well, I agree. I don't think comedy is art. I don't think anyone who wastes their time creating comedy deserves a red cent from the Irish government. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, that's why you run and hide, um, from entertaining uh, entertainment history or history that pertains to entertainment at all. No, 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 no. You have to stick to the real, the dry stuff. And, and you do that even though I had to explain that whole thing to you. (laughs) That's why you do it is because <laughs> you know that. But, <laughs> yes, <I> but know. <laughs> That's right. Now, even though it sounded like I needed you to explain it, yeah. this is all stuff that I do prior to you saying it to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic podcasting technique. Like if you listen to an episode of Radio yeah. Lab, they obviously they both know what's going on with the science yeah. story that week. 100%. But one will pretend to be, you know, dumb about it um, just so that. And that's what I was so doing, can, just so it, it lets the audience in on it. So yeah. I'm, I'm playing the role of the everyman, and I was just teasing that out. I obviously knew yeah. all of that. You play the role of the everyman about your own life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of everyman, mm-hmm. um, we're talking about something that pretty much every person goes through uh, at some point in their life this week. Certainly, yes. Certainly those who are lucky enough to be in a a society that um, allows it, I suppose. Yes. Um, There, I don't know. Yes. They're not. I just mean there are, I think there are um, places in the most impoverished parts of the world that maybe, you know, this is not a priority. Well, school is what we're talking about. Schooling. Yeah. I mean, it's in the, probably in the title of the podcast, so there's no point in us being vague about it. But like, how did school arrive here in Ireland? Oh, yeah. Well, so people, you know, people had information and they wanted to tell each other information. And they found one of the best ways to tell someone, you know, uh, tell a kid a piece of information. And people found that they were spending a lot of time doing that. Like you go and tell one kid, hey, uh, rivers are wet. And uh, and then you go to, along to the next kid and rivers wet and just yeah. go on like that one by one. Yeah. Any kid you see and some kids would be like, yeah, you told me that yesterday. And yeah. um, some kids just would never wouldn't learn that for for ages. You'd have to keep reminding them. Yeah, you're reminding some. You're trying. You're you're asking kids like, listen, have I talked to you recently? And um, they'd be like, well, the last thing you said to me uh, was about um onion ero- uh, erosion uh you know oh yeah 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 so when when there's varying temperatures and it changes the size of the rock Some, I, you know i can't remember but something like that something you like just that. get yeah, layers and, and layers middle. yeah coming off yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and then you have the uh you've got the scree at the bottom of the hill usually after something like that oh god yeah oh you'd have god. a whole load of scree there um well anyway <laughs> There was also like everybody was doing it. You know, everybody was just telling kids stuff. And uh, yeah. sometimes the the stuff would disagree. Sometimes yeah. you'd find out you'd be like 30 kids uh, deep, like ha- having told them, uh, you know, that lambs are actually like baby uh, sheep. And yeah. uh, and then the 30th one would be like, you know, uh, old Mr. Johnson is is telling everybody the same thing. 
So sometimes oh. it would just be doubling up and people would yeah. be saying the same stuff to the same kids over and over. There just needed to be some sort of a centralization of this. Yeah. The, the dissemination of this knowledge. Yes. Um, but also there needed to be a filter as well because, you know, for every one or two people that were saying lambs are the like baby sheep, there was also people that were just spreading nonsense like lambs are children that were naughty. And ran away from home. Exactly. And yeah, turned yeah, into yeah. So there was there was a huge amount of disinformation out there as well. Yeah. Well, so the first thing they did was they said, okay, right, uh center of the center of the country, Athlone, just get all the kids down here and we'll just tell them everything in one go. So that was when the first ever Council of Children. Yes, the Council of Children. That that was the first ever Council of Children was held. Uh, it was before, um, you know, uh, microphones and speakers and stuff like that, of course. Sure. So just one horse fella in the middle of a field shouting at every child in Ireland, you know, yeah. hundreds deep. Uh, yeah. Now, you might think that we're saying that when you say horse fella, you, it, people might think that uh, it's somebody who maybe resembles a horse. No, which no. it was. It was, but but, <laughs> but he, also, he was also riding a horse. He was also riding a horse. He was also atop a horse. Yeah, just like so he could get around. William Wallace yeah. in Braveheart, yeah. and he was shouting at uh, the front of a massive crowd of people. And what's evident, I think from the film anyway, and this is probably true for the, the Council of Children, is that... Um, Some people say that Braveheart is based on this one fella shouting at these kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, I mean, it, it isn't clear who it was, but it was attributed to St. Patrick. That that this is St. Patrick on this horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that, but they haven't. He was holding up a shamrock, uh, <laughs> which is tiny. There's so thousands smart. of children all around him. He's on a horse. Yeah. He looks like a horse. Yeah. He's screaming about arithmetic. and uh, And also on top of that, if uh, after the eighth or, or tenth kid in line, you know, you can't hear a thing. No. Because he's just sort of shouting every time he turns away from where he's shouting because they had him surrounded. It was a big circle, kind of like a, a panopticon. And uh, as soon as as soon as he turned away, sure, you couldn't hear a thing. So children yeah. were only getting bits and you pieces. You get half of it. Yeah, a piece of it. You'd be like, now one of, you know, he would explain everything, all kinds of addition and, and stuff just through the shamrock and the Holy Ghost yeah. and Jesus <laughs> and and God. And a snake. He's like, now one uh, one uh, of these leaves is the Holy Ghost and the other and you wouldn't hear. It was, oh, the other would hear. Oh, and oh, what was... That's where... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're all one and yeah. Well, I was going to say that that's where... A lot like that's where our love, the Irish love of fable, of ghost stories originated because it was the rumors that would occur in those moments. So he'd say the others, you know, it's it's the Holy Ghost and an turn, and then you just have to make it up yourself. I'd yeah. say, I think he said it's a banshee. I think he said it's a banshee. Yeah. And then you'd spread that left and right and that would sort of ripple out. So everybody would leave the Council of Children with varying levels of, of, of bits and pieces of, of knowledge, um, which made it even more potent because you know a lie that has a little bit of truth in it is far more believable. 
Yes. Um, so, yeah, so they would all head away. They were picked up by their parents, uh, which was a hell of a traffic jam. Do you know how you know how oh. we can get? Uh, school is emptying around, yeah, about half two. And yeah. uh, there's just packed up carts on the you know, sides of the roads. Yeah. Everybody, people were just like, I'll take this one. I don't care. I, I'm not waiting around anymore. I'll just take this one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just yeah, grabbing so you'd, a kid. You'd like, grab the enough. nearest kid you could and, and head home. Yeah. And sure, it was at the time, it was around the 14th or 15th century. And at that point, it didn't matter what, ch- what child you had because they were all kind of the same yeah. anyway. Genetics hadn't been invented. No, not back then. No, 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 no. She were all essentially the same person. People yeah. would say that, you know, someone would come and be like, that's my kid. And they'd be like, well, genetics hasn't been invented. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. You're going to do a DNA test? test? Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, And now, so it was a a massive, massive failure. The children, the Council of Children. Yeah. Uh, But uh, one of the first ever things or events to be funded by the Arts Council, would you believe? Yes, uh, because it wasn't entertaining at all. Uh, The Arts Council were like, we're in. We want, we want a piece of this. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. They got the whole thing. Yes. So when the uh, traffic jam dissipated after a month or two and uh, people got home, they were like, well, I'm never doing that again. God, no. So you know how bad it gets in a normal town with just one one school of 300 kids. So you know how bad, like you, you can't move up or down uh, in at lunchtime or at, at four o'clock. Yeah, you got... Uh, there was that time you, you got the runs, didn't you? And- <laughs> oh, just and you were trying to get trying to get home to a toilet just as uh just as the schools let out just as the schools let out yeah, yeah. um well i it was around the time that i was working in the the vegan um smoothie shop yeah and uh i i realized i didn't know this and i i now know it that i can't have smoothies that don't include meat products mm. i just can't do it I mean, yeah, are there many non-vegan smoothie shops? Well, I don't, I think that there are non-vegan smoothie shops because there would be like products that, you know, milk and yogurt and stuff in them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But you insist on a bit of meat. Well, I insist on a bit of meat. You just kind of slide it, slide um, some mince across the counter and like stick that in there, will you? Throw it in. Yeah, a little (laughs) bit of veal. Maybe a slice of chicken or something. And they'll charge you corkage, but but they'll do it. They will, yeah. Uh, B-Y-O-M. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was one of the advantages of working in there myself is I could slip in just a little, even like um, a bit of fish or something or like a, a periwinkle or two, just to just to meet it up a bit, just to mm-hmm. make it a little bit mm-hmm. more protein. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if I don't have any How of How long had, uh, oh, if they don't have it, it's a problem. It runs straight through me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, critical mass hit. And I was like, well, I can't use the bathroom that I'm working beside because uh, they won't let me anymore. Not after yeah. the last time. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, I'll just pop in the car. It's only a quick uh, 15, 20 minute drive mm-hmm. uh, through the town. And I happened to hit like the the school rush. It was half day. It was Wednesday. I thought I'd be all right. But no, it was half day Wednesday. So, oh. I had to sell the car immediately after it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because uh, of the stains and smell or because, you know, it was incriminating evidence in the, you know, the injuries that the children received. 
Well, right. you know, I'm not allowed to talk about the specifics of it since the court documents were sealed, but uh, it was it was probably more because uh, very rare for for that to happen <laughs> at the end of a court case where they were just like, listen, seal this because nobody needs nobody should ever remember this incident or nobody ne- should talk about it again because yeah. no, it was a real blight God, on the town. Like the judge retired after that case. He was just like, this is the yeah, yeah, yeah. most awful thing I've ever heard. Well, the judge, it was very much like, you know, the aging that Barack Obama did between 2012 and 2000 and, or 2008 and 2016. Do you know when he goes in, he looks like this sort of young, uh, like spry, fresh faced yeah. man. Yeah. And then eight years later, he's aged about 20, 30 years. That was, that was the aging process that the, that judge went through. Wrinkles, gray hair. Yeah. And he retired, like some people's reckon that he did it on purpose so that he could retire to be a Barack Obama lookalike uh, <laughs> which is what he did and very successful um, yeah Barry Obama he's doing very Barry well Barry Obama yeah yeah he to be fair like uh, he kind of just hangs out at the Obama Plaza now because um, it was a there was a couple of years where he was there wasn't a there wasn't a children's birthday party or an opening that didn't feature uh, Barry Obama Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, the novelty wore off and they've moved on. You know, there's uh, Dennis Trump now. So um, they've been using him. And yeah, so Barry just hangs around at the petrol station over by the Obama Plaza now. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he's doing, but uh, John Bryden uh, is also getting out there. He doesn't look like him at all, but he's no, just he like... he looks more I, like Rob Bryden. He does look like Rob Bryden. Probably related, but he's just yeah. trying to go off the name. Like, he's not a lookalike. Yeah. He's just like a name alike. And yeah, I don't know. And if I that's hate to a, call out a feller, a fellow, a feller, uh, public figure, a feller <laughs> or a fellow public figure here yeah. in wealth. But uh, there's a reason that he doesn't have his pictures on any of his his flyers or business cards. Uh, it's because he doesn't look a jot like no, no, President no. Joe Biden. No, so. Um, yeah, I don't want to call him out. I don't want to put him on blast, but uh, I, I would avoid him at all costs if you're looking for a Joe Biden uh, lookalike for your children's birthday party. Yeah. Hell of an entertainer. Oh, like, God. Mm, the man can tap dance <laughs> tap like dancing, Grace Kelly. Magic tricks. He has a, oh. a, a trained seal, uh, but doesn't look like Joe Biden, so don't bother. Doesn't look like Joe Biden. Entire petting zoo he fits in the back of his Zuki. In the back of, yes. His Zuki. <laughs> well that's what he calls his suzuki he calls it calls it a zuki oh yeah because it's a petting zoo it's like the zuki oh yeah um so yeah no, he has all of that and he can tell you what he can make balloon animals like no one's business they but, walk uh, around the room incredible <laughs> incredible absolutely incredible yeah. yeah so he's essentially like a, a puppeteer a master puppeteer as well but, uh, nothing but like I, joe biden nothing like joe biden no nothing he's got like a beard at all like, <laughs> shave the beard for a start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give it full a shot. head of red hair as well. Full head of red hair. Die that. Full head. Die that. Even like thin it out or something. Like yeah. you can't have a big fro of red hair and say you're Joe Biden. Yeah, you're not fooling anyone there. Anyway, so it, uh, yeah, we've gone really hard in on on poor old uh, John 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 Bryden. Yeah, John Bryden. But uh, I think to be fair, I think buyer beware when it comes to John Bryden because. You know, you're going to get a fantastic entertainer, but if you think you're getting 
uh, the, the president of the United States, you're absolutely not. No. So anyway, uh, where was, where was the inception of that? Well, oh, who knows? Nobody knows. Um, (laughs) so everybody's heard about these, the hedge schools. That, that was the next innovation. People were like, okay, we need to have smaller schools, bigger than one person shouting a thing at one kid on the road, but smaller than every child in Ireland being in a throne. Yeah, there has to be a midpoint. So So what they came up with was 150 kids, which is significantly smaller than all of the children. And they would insist on the smaller children as well. They were like, ah, that kid's a bit too big. He's going to take up a lot of room. Um, well, that at the time, it wasn't headcount. It was mass is yeah. how they would sort of judge yeah. how many people would fit. So um, the small children ended up being educated and looked after. And then unfortunately, the tall beanstalk children uh, who had, you know, the bad fortune to have a bit of a growth spurt, uh, unfortunately, were just sort of left to their own devices, figuring stuff out in their own. Yeah, leading to, to, that, to that idea of the, the hulking... Uh, Dumbo, yeah, which uh, I think is is fallacy. Yeah, yeah, no, they're just you know. uneducated. So yeah, so why were they called hedge schools? Well, they were called hedge schools because one of the main projects uh, in the school was to um, get the kids to look like hedges. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, very much like the and now not. Not one child could look like a hedge, obviously, because, you know, they they were the smallest That's children of the town. That's a bush at best. Exactly. Yeah. yeah a shrub. A shrub. Even some yeah. of these kids. But the idea was that by the end of their first year together, that you could line them up similar to um, the sort of turtle formation in the Roman army and they would slot together. Yeah. Uh, like, and they'd look like a bush. Yeah. Or a hedge. Uh, a hedge. Um, yes, it was. It was. It was a form of camouflage. It was training kids how to do camouflage because, of course, you know, throughout Irish history, um, there were rebellions against mm-hmm. uh, the British rule. Yeah, and and so this was one of the ideas. Was what do the Brits love more than a hedge? We could get a, a bunch of kids dressed as a hedge right into the centre of London, and uh, you know, and they they'll give them what for. Oh, yeah. Well, that was what it was. It was essentially we were training the children to be masters of guerrilla warfare. Yeah. Um, and we would have sleeper cells of these trained children, highly intelligent, uh, that slot together like hedges. And they would be dotted all around. And this is the genius part of it. Dotted all around the biggest palaces all over England. Mm-hmm. So Buckingham Palace. Yeah had a couple of sleeper cells of 12 to 14 year olds in there for years, for years. years. This was Unactivated. The problem. Well, this was the problem that they were trained too well and they just forgot they were people. They just thought they were hedges, <laughs> just stayed there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. awfully sad now. We lost a lot of children uh, to hedge warfare. Yeah. And uh, once they were, th- there was a look you could see in them and it happened uh, between year three and four. Uh, that their eyes would almost glaze over and their, their, you could see their face just sort of turn a little bit ashen mm-hmm. and they were gone. They were gone to the hedge. Yeah. And yeah, we lost an entire generation of our best and brightest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, those big kids that couldn't get in. Oh yeah, no, then they, we, had to, we they, had to lift them that up. That was like, okay, right, well, we're stuck with it's these. It's your time to shine with now. these big lads. 
Yeah, but we didn't have time to educate them. We no. just had to like send them out and they had to just sort of, we ended up just electing them to government and see, yeah. you know, what would happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why it took nearly 800 years to oust the British. Was, you know, if we had our, our intelligent kids around, maybe it would have been quicker, but uh, the tall lanky fellas hadn't to breeze what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, th- 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 we're running out of time now, so that's pretty much uh, all we've got to say about uh, schooling. Well, I think we've covered it. We've covered those we'll two probably, points about schooling. We'll probably do part, part two of this because, you know, we've, only, so much we've only got this. so far. Yeah, but schooling yeah, is We've a only got thing. to step two of schooling. We haven't even got to any of the, the Catholic Church's influence in school. Schooling. No, um, the uh, the underground schools of uh, of the World War uh, era, you know, uh, the schools yeah. that were entirely underground that we yeah, lost yeah, a few yeah. of. Um, that yeah, when nah, I was nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was also there was I remember the the ill fated nineties idea from Bertie Hearn's Fianna Fáil Sky School, Sky School, uh, yeah, a school you in know, the sky. A school in the sky. Yeah. Essentially just, if it was in the sky, then it was exempt from, from most sort of taxes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, would, would have been fine, but again, the drop-off was a problem. Well, that's it. Yeah. Huge People drop-off just problem. firing their kids into the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, listen, okay, we, we will continue this. Um, we will continue. There's but, a lot here, and we didn't yeah. realise until we got into it that there was a lot oh, here. God, and yeah. we probably yeah. spent a, a huge amount of time up top talking about stuff that wasn't related to our topic. Yeah. Um, um, but if there's anything unusual. actually just... Hmm? Unusual for us. Unusual that we did that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I want to do a little shout out to the to the listeners, to our audience. If there is any era of school that uh, you would like us to cover in, in part two, uh, you know, don't hesitate to, to get in touch uh, via social media or, or whatever. Um, yeah. We'd love to make sure that we hit all, take all the boxes for you guys out there. Yes, you know, speaking of social media and stuff, why not uh, tweet out about our show or share it on Instagram or Facebook? That would be marvellous if you could spread, you know, grow the show, as they say, because, you know, it's it's great. You, it you, is. I, well, I, I'm, I've been enjoying it anyway. Yeah. So we've had some great guests in the last few weeks. Obviously, there's a couple with just myself and yourself, Gillian. But we've had, you know, we've had uh, Mucker from Mucker's Truckers. We yep. had Leonie Curtis, the oh, yeah. very famous romance novelist. Yeah. Uh, we had Mango Lotion, uh, you know, your cartographer in to chat. And we've had your cousin or long lost cousin, Gillian Vermillion. My niece, but yeah. Oh, your niece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, and, and, I mean, and some good ones coming up in the future as well. So Certainly. get involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we may have T-shirts at some point. So get ready to buy a T-shirt, but don't do it yet. Because do if you're yet. thinking about buying just a regular T-shirt, don't yeah. do it yet. Because no. sometime in the next six months, we're going to be selling T-shirts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you on the edge of your seat because it's about to happen yeah. between now and the end of lockdown, which will be September. Yeah. But yeah. until so, that, until that time. Until that time. And until next week. That's what's after happening. In 1162, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on. What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry on. Look what's after happening.